Do you know someone on your holiday gift list that's looking to cut costs? Consider a Henson Razor. Henson Razors use quality standard blades that only cost 10 cents each. That means you'll only be spending pennies a month on blades. Compare that to multi-blade cartridges that cost 20 to 30 times more. Over a couple years, that special someone on your list will save hundreds and get a safe and smooth shaving experience along the way. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to HensonShaving.com holiday. You're listening to the PRO Media Network. The next level in entertainment. When I say who are we, you say Saints. When I say are we ready, you say how? Who are we? Who are we? Are we ready? Who are we? Who are we? Welcome, welcome, welcome. You're now rocking with the Sports Coma with Big Q and the guys. And we have intense, entertaining, educating, and enlightening sport talk from your favorite sports family. I'm Big Q, and you're rocking with this podcast 402 on the Sports Coma. I'd like to welcome all our new and established sports family. For chiming in with the Sports Coma today, family, welcome aboard. And once again, for those who don't know, we are the independent, number one independent Saints podcast in the land covering our diehard black and gold, baby. So if you're a diehard Saints fan and you love the Saints as much as we do, join us here at the Sports Coma on a daily basis as we cover the Saints going into 2019 is a very special year. This is going into our fifth season of the Sports Coma, covering the diehard black and gold family as the trip goes. And it's turning out to be a very miraculous, very miraculous trip. Now, remember, some time ago, family, we were able to take as the Saints win the Super Bowl in Miami this year. The Saints go back to I'm just saying the Super Bowl is back in Miami this year. The last time it was there, the Saints got one from the Colts. And looking like the way things are shifting and setting up, destiny could be in the stars as the black and gold nation headed toward possibly a two for two in the Miami area Super Bowl. So let's keep it going, baby. Podcast 402, Camp Day number 11. Uh, We got it going on in a major capacity. We'll give you news and notes, observations from today's camp. Also, we have uh, some interviews that we're going to hit you with from Coach Payton, Marcus Davenport, and nobody's favorite receiver, Austin Carr. I just don't understand why we can't get Austin Carr, can't get no love. <laughs> A lot of Saints family giving big shots out to Emmanuel Butler, giving shots out to uh, guys like Sammy Cobbs Jr. and all the others, Cyril Grayson even getting some love, Deontay uh, Harris even getting some love. But when it come down to Austin Carr, we don't have uh, Keith Kirkwood. He getting love. But Austin Carr, man, Austin Carr don't seem to get much respect from any of the sports coma <laughs> or the Sioux that nation. But anyway, we're going to give a round of applause right here. <laughs> As for you, Austin, 
If ain't nobody clapping for you, baby, the sports coma clapping for you. <laughs> but anyway, we're going to get it started, family. In uh, episode 402 of the sports coma, let's get it undergoing. Let's get it cracking. Now, you know, we had a couple of things happening back in uh, in today's camp. Now, it was a terrific time the, the Saints family had going out to uh, Tulane Stadium. We covered that in the previous podcast live stream uh, last night, we gave a breakdown on that. Uh, Black Suede chimed in. He was down there at Tulane uh, University, down at Turchin Stadium, and came back with a report. We appreciate for what he did. But Monday's practice brought a lot of action on offense, defense. The Saints focused on mostly the third down situations. And indoor work was it left a good pre- uh Peyton was very happy, as you could tell. He was quoted as saying, I thought last night was one of our better practices. I felt that they followed up today with another good practice on both sides of the ball. So there will be a little time now where they're off. We're kind of into the Tuesday off day and kind of go from there. Now the Saints getting a break on Tuesday. Sports Coma might get a break depending on the news cycle. <laughs> We've been going every day, baby. But the Saints are picking up momentum, man, each practice, and they are constantly reminded, if not by the coaching staff, by the by the fan base, that this is a Super Bowl of bus team. They are loaded from top to bottom. There's a few holes on the team that we've covered that we spoke about that for, before. I said the third defensive end position as a whole. We still don't have a bona fide player at the third uh, pass rusher behind Davenport and Cam Jordan. Trey Hendrickson is a guy that's been having a pretty decent camp stepping up. We heard some little rattlings from Geno Grissom, uh, the but but not so much. Uh, Wes Harden haven't heard anything from him or Carbon Kafusi or whatever uh, other guys behind him. But we'll keep an eye out on those guys. Now the team kickoffs the preseason action on Friday. This is going to be really good. They hosted the Minnesota Vikings at the Superdome, and we are really looking forward to that first preseason game. Preseason game, see what the teams look like. But here are some observations, some news and notes from what happened on Monday. Now, as far as people in plan or participating in practice, backup fullback Michael Burton, running back Michael Days, excuse me, Matthew Days, wide receiver Keith Kirkwood, our favorite, one of our favorite guys, Gary Griffin, tight end Alexey Mack, left guard Andrews Pete, uh, Ethan Greenwich, defensive lineman Wes Hart, and defensive back TJ Green, and punter Morstead were not on the field. Wide receiver Emmanuel Butler, who missed maybe two or three days since leaving the fifth day of practice last week, was observed on the sidelines in practice gear, but didn't have a helmet on. Defensive lineman Onyemata, wide receiver Deontay Harris, participated in stretching and conditioning portion of practice in full uniform, but didn't get on the field. Loved it. I'm, I'm really interested to see what the hell Deontay Harris is going to have. Remember, he's the guy that came from Assumption College up north, and he was a guy that was supposed to, he had all these great accolades, breaking all the NCAA return records and all that kind of stuff, and then the Saints are in need of a credible return, man. Can that translate to the pro game from the college game with Deontay Harris, who have not been able to stay healthy? He is uh, looking like he's working his way into health, and possibly let's see what he can do. Left tackle Teron Armstead, Cam Jordan, wide receiver Ted and Jr. and Chris Banjo returned to practice after not working out Sunday night in the, in what was basically the veterans day off. They gave the guys some time off. Now I've been kind of hard on Teddy Bridgewater, but Teddy Bridgewater kind of shined in today's practice. He taken apparent with, with uh, Drew Brees off. Teddy took every opportunity to get some snaps with the first and second team, and he looked pretty dead. He went set, well, he during a seven on seven deal. Bridgewater completed every pass and showed exceptional touch with completions on either intermediary routes and long throws. And one of the throws during the segment was a gorgeous uh, 
seam throw to Josh Hill, who got behind the safeties again, and Bridgewater led him with a nice little toss there. Now, Bridgewater also showed trust in his receivers throwing the pass on an out pattern to Cyril Grayson, and Grayson made a break down the sideline, which was pretty good. So you see what Teddy Bridgewater is starting to bring into effect here. And, you know, I've been kind of hard on him because he hadn't really showed me anything. But Teddy Bridgewater had a pretty decent camp. Let's see if he could continue to build on that moving forward. Now, other news and notes uh, to talk about dealing with the Saints team is the fact that Saquon, well, let's talk about some of the mentorship that's going on as Breeze participating with the, had a baseball cap on, didn't do too much. But he was uh, signaling he was going to practice, but he made his presence felt being on the field with the wide receivers. And after the wideouts ran routes during the 7-on-7 and the 11-on-11 drills, he could he was talking to the group, showing them the right routes to run and directing them with, you know, showing his hand gestures. He talks with his hands much like I do. And, of course, he was educating the young wide receivers and getting their, getting their minds right and keeping it going. Another great player, who a uh, great play or a great plan that's been happening, Saquon Hampton showing up again. Saquon Hampton, a lot of people from the sports coma family, been giving Hampton praise, saying that he could challenge for Marcus Williams' position. I don't know about that, but anything's possible if this kid keeps balling out. He might force Sean Payton to take a look. I don't think so, but a lot of the family do. Now, through the past three days, he's been extremely difficult to not see. The Saints selected him in the sixth round of this year, and he came up with a leaping interception on Saturday. He tipped the pass Sunday night that led to a turnover. And Monday, he made another athletic play on the ball that was almost picked off during the 11-on-11 drill. So he's showing a little bit of what Chauncey Gardner-Johnson was doing in the minicamp. So Hampton really starting to have We all, I always knew when we looked at the tape, he had a nose for the ball, but more of a hitter than anything. But you never can tell whose skills can translate to the big game from the small game when the time hits. Some of these guys, they come in here and they kind of acclimate and they move pretty fast. So uh, Saquon Hampton showing up. Now on the play, Hampton moved from safety and arrived just on the ball, just right on time as the ball was thrown to recover. While he didn't get the return over, he did disrupt the pattern and knock the ball away. Now he's six foot two, a six foot one, two hundred and six pound uh, safety, and he's emerging. You're looking to try to take a spot here. Now, he does play special teams, so this might be one of the situations like we had a dark horse last year. Nobody picked JT Gray to make the team. He made the team. Uh, Saquon Hampton does play special teams, so JT Gray could possibly be in pr- trouble. I know Chris Banjo is not, but it's hard to ignore these young safeties, man. So before we get to finishing the rest of the talk and break down the rest of what was happening during uh, day 11, here's Coach Payton to talk about it as well. Here's Coach Payton install for the most part you know um so he he you know came in today as if you know he's been here the whole time and so all good did you text him or did he text you saying hey, i'm coming in yeah yeah I, I i've been i've been texting him just checking on him seeing how things are going and i knew things were close so glad that glad that it got done True. Coach Payton complimented his practice just habits and what he brings to the table true yeah does he, does he help elevate other guys too yeah i think so i think there's uh there's definitely a, a presence and an attitude, a swagger to, to what he brings to the field. And um, you know when he's out there, there's no half-speed rep. <laughs> you know, everything is, um, you know, 1,000 miles an hour, Mach 3. All right, fam, that's the wrong. The family put the wrong one in that the guys are tuning it up in just a second and, and give you the correct interview. That's not the right interview, fellas. <laughs> that's Drew Brees. But the guys are going to uh, see if they can find Sean Payton's interview, get him tuned up. But anyway, y'all, let's get back into it. Okay, they, they say they're ready for me this time. All right, well, here we go. Here we go. Here's <laughs> Sean Payton. 
Sean, it seems like the quarterbacks are pretty accurate today overall with Bridgewater and Casey. Yeah, I mean, I thought, look, we had a number of periods. We had a third down period. Um, we'll take a peek at the tape. Uh, I thought the defense did pretty well in the two-minute drill at the end. Um, I thought I thought the practice coming off of last, I thought last night was one of our uh, better practices, and I felt um, I felt like they followed up today with another good practice on both sides of the ball. So, uh, you know, there'll be a little time now where they're off. We're kind of into our Tuesday off day and uh, kind of go from there. Sean, A.J. Klein said the other day that these players are good at coaching themselves when something breaks down or doing it on the can you talk about that? Well, I think some of that comes from a little bit of experience. It's a little harder, typically, for maybe the first-year player. But um, hopefully, if, if you're looking at the right type of guys and, and we're placing a high value on football intelligence, um, you know, at some point during the course of a game, there's some things that are going to happen maybe that uh, you hopefully have covered, and, and yet sometimes you're going to rely on um, – you know, your leaders on either side of the ball that are out there for that play to, to react in a favorable way. Um, but I think some of that comes with just time on task and, and experience in what we're doing. Excuse me? With Alvin and Drew not on the practice field, they're not playing. What does that kind of give them practice-wise, and why is it important to give them that extra time? Yeah, so we talked a little bit about it last night. You know, we'll do a load prevention list. And the idea of that is to, you know, selectively look at a, a few different players relative to the kind of reps they're getting, might be their age, um, might be injury-related recovery, and and try to map out ahead of time a plan that uh, that allows that player maybe to recover one extra day. And uh, so there's there's three different groups in that. You know, there's a group coming off of surgery call it group one and the second group might be a veteran group that that's played quite a while and the third group might be the fewest amount you know that might be just a, a couple sprinkled in so that that's the goal because the ravens and the jaguars held a moment of silence this morning to remember the victims of the, the shootings this past weekend did you do anything like that with, with your team um i did not and uh you know i'm glad listen i'm i'm, I'm glad someone in our league did and uh that was Good thinking, and probably, uh, um, probably something that uh, was significant to those two teams, and certainly, uh, you know, when something like that comes up in two different cities, um, you know, it's it's uh, it's tragic, it's disappointing, and uh, it just keeps repeating itself. Um, so I'm not going to get into a long political answer here. I'll just say that. That's Coach Payton, man, talking about some of the events that occurred, among other events at camp, events that occurred, unfortunate events that occurred in uh, public shootings. And uh, the coach had a proper a proper response to it. And uh, we, all of us across the, the who that sports coma, black and gold nation, black and gold mafia nation, everybody, do held uh, say prayers and pray for the people and the victims of those shooters and also pray that this stuff stops and you know and and you know we are 
We are a resilient nation and eventually we will defeat this kind of thing that's occurring. But anyway, moving forward, you heard what the coach said about the team and some of the players. But it's really interesting, man, to talk about. Uh, I want to kind of redress to go back to Saquon Hampton, the six-round draft pick uh, out of this year's draft. Made a pretty good play for the last several days. He's been really stepping up and playing. And I know it's just uh, camp right now and a lot of the practices and they're doing these in different little 7-on-7, 11-on-7 drills to see what's going on. But it's showing something. Ultimately, when it comes down to it to get the preseason, we'll see a lot of Saquon Hampton. We'll see a lot of Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. We'll see a lot of these guys as most teams reserve playing their uh, experienced veterans in extended periods of action. So we'll see a lot of the young guys that we have interest in, the Emmanuel Butler's, if he's healthy, the Deontay Harris's, uh, the Sammy Cobbs Jr. We'll see Teddy Bridgewater in effect. We'll see Taysom Hill throw the ball some more. We'll see some of the backup running backs that we like, uh, uh, gyms like uh, Devani Zigbo, who I really like, who hadn't made much noise. Perhaps we'll see other really talented players step up on the defensive line to claim that third spot. Boss is here. Military parents never miss a beat, and neither does the Johns Hopkins U.S. Family Health Plan. Built for every warrior in your family, with more than 40 years of service to military families, TRICARE Prime Benefits plus exclusive extras. Learn more at warriorsathome.com. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com/play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Trey Hendrickson, he'll maybe get some competition from Geno Grissom or Porter Galston, Corbin Kafusi, some of these guys. See some of the interior defensive linemen, Sylvester Williams. I would love to see some of these cornerbacks too, some of the younger cornerbacks. See how P. Rab looking and some action. Kayvon Webster is also there. And other some of the other big safeties like Ter- Terrell Williams that they picked up from the 49ers and T.J. Green, these big 6 3 uh, safeties that the Saints like in the mold of uh, – uh, the big safety that played for Seattle, Cam Chancellor. So other news and notes to drop upon you, fellas, is the fact that uh, the Browns, Malk, uh, Brown is still really having a solid camp. When we talked about this, when they signed Malcolm Brown, nobody seen Malcolm Brown being signed by uh, the Saints. He kind of came in and he was kind of under the wire signing, like a under nobody knew, you know, that they were going for Malcolm Brown. The next thing you know, he he, he appeared – in uh, the city of New Orleans, next thing you know, they were saying, oh, we got Malcolm Brown, who's the former defensive uh, alignment from the New England Patriots, a first-round draft pick, won the Super Bowl last year, has been very productive since he's been in the league. Right, and yeah. ultimately, we signed this guy, and I really, I'm really pleased to have uh, Malcolm Brown here uh, as he continues to just turn it up. And he has his, making his presence felt during – uh, the camp as planned and just terribly disruptive. And he stood out during running drills against the first team with the 11 on 11s at the snap of the ball. 
Saints offensive line started moving. <laughs> Brown went to the floor, then moved up the field against the blockers. He penetrated enough to push them back into the hole and just disrupt every damn thing. Also, Demario Davis was there. He shot the hole and stuffed the run and attempt, which caused the loss. And Demario Davis knew why he made the play. Immediately sought out Brown to give him a congratulatory high five. Now, at this point, the Saints have Brown and Rankins who continue to rehab from the Achilles patrolling the inside. Once they get back, that's going to form a really awesome magnificent tandem uh and we're just just kind of salivating right now ultimately wait for that to, to manifest but Sheldon Rankins we knew uh that you know it'll take a while for him to come back but getting a guy like Malcolm Brown who's terribly disruptive and I've also and I've said several times that he's a severe severe upgrade over Tyler Davison severe upgrade over Tyler Davidson and Demario Davis knows that he's going to get a lot of opportunities like that to shoot the gap because Malcolm Brown will keep those big linemen off of the Demario Davis. He will keep them clean. And he can move from sideline to sideline, penetrate and make plays happen. Watch it. Watch what I'm talking about. But anyway, let's get some more interviews here. Here is defensive end, former and first round draft pick, former first round draft pick, DeMar- uh, Marcus Davenport talking about today's at camp. How do you feel right now? getting your feet wet last year and you know you're rookie and all that is it all about confidence and obviously help but you know confidence right now uh, being a confidence player mm, I would believe so you know I think uh, confidence is you know bred from uh, preparation and I know we've been consistently preparing and you know it's just all about that consistency you know step by step so is it to finally be able to be in a, a game week? Obviously, it's still preseason, but to, after going through training camp and everything, it's finally game week. What's kind of the feeling in the locker room, and why is it, how is it kind of different? Hmm. I think I'm like the worst person to ask about that. You know, I think almost all of us uh, were day by day. You know, we know that we have to literally take it step by step, or else you know you might get lost along the way. And so you know, that's that's Friday. That's not today. You know, we got to focus on today. Cam is like the that coach that you can't really turn off. But you know, I, I say that lovingly because you know he's always there. You know he's always trying to help me, and um, that's someone that you know when I when I have an idea and I can't get to my coach, I, I spitball it off of him. So. so, Marcus, when you look at last year coming into the league and and looking at Okafor, you got Cam Jordan Okafor. What did you get from him? about maybe being that every down defensive end, not only just rushing the passer, but on first down, um, just in the run run game, run defense. Um, what I got from Alex the most was knowledge. You know, he was always in his uh, film study and his playbook. You know, he knew the calls, he knew what to be prepared for, and uh, he definitely helped me with that. You know, he taught me different, like, little tricks on uh, film, and, you know, it, it translated. Marcus, what is this? One of the toughest things converting coming from college to the NFL. Mm, I think it's different for everybody, but my toughest thing was um, I would say the mental aspect. You know, dealing with the pressure, the media, and just um, expectations. You know, sometimes the biggest are your own, and you know you got to be confident in what you do and um, you know learn yourself. It's still a process. 
Marcus Davenport family talking about it and being very candid, real man, addressing the media, saying that the I guess the expectations he have to be a great defensive end. When Marcus Davenport came into the league, you know the Saints gave a lot to move up to grab to draft him, and once that occurred, a lot of people had a lot of questions about whether or not he can do it. Now, I remember he came into after the draft. He had a situation with his hand. He had several injuries that he had to, several injuries that he had to overcome. Ultimately, he finally got well enough to contribute. But it was an off and on kind of mixed review season from Davenport. He, he himself would tell you that he wasn't too happy with it. And working to get healthy is his major concern. Being healthy and contributing on a game to game basis. If he's healthy, that guy is going to get you eight sacks a year. Cam is going to get up there. And, and and do his thing. And I'm looking for Cam Jordan to have a 15-sack year. And I'm saying that because with the addition of Malcolm Brown doubling, you will have to double Malcolm Brown. Eventually, Sheldon Rankins comes back. Davenport on one side, Cam on another side. Eventually, the Saints, uh, you know, Cam's going to get extra opportunities because of the addition of Malcolm Brown, just demanding double teams. And Sheldon Rankins comes back, they're going to help him. Uh, walk back. He's not going to rush back. The Saints have enough depth there to kind of help until he just kind of gradually comes back in an organic manner back into the lineup. So very interesting to see those two different these defensive ends shine. And you heard his comments about Cam Jordan constantly in his ear telling him. And let me tell you something, man, to be a young pass rusher, a defensive end in the league and to have Cam Jordan mentoring you as uh, intelligent and as productive as Cam Jordan is, man, that's a true blessing for Davenport. And I hope he takes full advantage of it. So anyway, family, we're going to keep on moving ahead. And the next, uh, we're going to have another interview. The family going to shine up and uh, play for you. But it's coming from the likes of a guy that a lot of people don't really talk about that much. But we know that the guy is just, he's trying to make the team. He's trying to do his best to kind of step up and be a a major influence there. We talk about Austin Carr here. Austin Carr, a lot of people talk about the sports comb. We kind of joke about it. But nobody really mentioning Austin Carr <laughs> too much. But anyway, we're going to play him in just a moment. Let's finish up with some ob- observations from uh, camp. Now, we told you about Sheldon Rankin's rehab. And, of course, Demario Davis played uh, with him and Malcolm Brown. Now, the play of the day was, of course, Bridgewater's deep connection shot to Jared Cook during the 11-on-11 drill. was a pretty nice highlight, real-worthy catch. Cook took off down the seam, getting behind A.J. Klein and the safety split. And Bridgewater immediately spotted him and then threw it, lofted it down the middle of the field. And Cook got up under it. He didn't break stride. He just adjusted the ball. It fell right in his hands. He had nothing but green in front of him. And he got that end zone touchdown. So that was a really nice catch. And, you know, somebody yelled out <laughs> a major curse word because they got they knew they was in trouble. They was going to get yelled at by the coaching staff. But it was pretty good, man. Bridgewater kind of really look good if you look at some of the 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 things you they'll have highlights available too so you could be able to see today's um training camp highlights for yourself but teddy bridgewater i got to give him credit today he looked better he looked better than he looked the best that i've seen since he's been here and we watched a lot of these other camps early on he still was kind of throwing the ball behind a little ahead a little over a little high but he looked like he kind of sinking in and he's making a place let's hope he continues to trend let's hope uh, uh, he continues to trend uh, it's possibly I think Sean Payton and a few other people think that Bridgewater might be the heir apparent to Breeze whenever he hangs him up but let's go back into the interview here is Austin Carr trying to make the team um, his thoughts on the team I mean I think 
last year, you know, there's a narrative of us being young generally as a group, and, and a year of experience can make a big difference. Um, with Keith and Traquan and myself, I think that um, that on-the-field experience last year, um, no, the world's not different after one year of experience, but that could, I think the experience could be the difference between um, getting a step further in the playoffs. So um, the experience, the communication, and the rapport that we have with Drew, I think, has improved and, and something that we're continually working on. Hey, Austin, has someone ever come to you on the street, like fans or who that neighbor say, well, are you going to be the next uh, Lance Moore, Willie Sneed? Have you heard that? Or yeah, you know, people always like to compare. Uh, people always like to uh, forecast what, what, what I'm going to be. And I just want to be as productive as possible. Um, you know, I, I, I'm not a guy that pays super close attention to stats and so on, but um, the most that I can contribute from the slot and wherever the, else the coaches need me is sort of the goal. Yeah. Lance has helped coach me out too, uh, which has been really useful. So if I look like him, I thank him. <laughs> you know. yeah. always out there How much do you learn from him, and maybe even more so on games like this, where just Right. You know, the quarterback-receiver relationship is founded on trust and communication, and I think when he's able to just watch everything, um, he sees a lot more as a third-party observer, and so um, that helps all of us, I think, just with route, with depth, with what he's expecting from the pocket. Um, Him being able to pull back and see that, and then for us to go in the film later on is going to be really useful. Austin Cole, family, chiming in on his thoughts about uh, camp and his contributions to the team. Very smart-sounding uh, fellow. Uh, Austin Cole, man, trying to do everything. He was trying to uh, contribute in the kick return room, trying to do the kick return thing. And he knows that he's kind of behind in the wide receiver room. A lot of guys kind of shining a little bit ahead of him. And he did have a few games where he, uh, during the camp, that he did stand out, and he knows that one of his best ways of making a team is obviously going to be through special teams, barring injury to other players. I mean, we got a, so many really good and talented wide receivers in the wide receiver room this year. It's, it's astounding. Sammy Cobbs, Jenny Emmanuel Butler. You got guys like Rashard Matthews, uh, who's another terrific, talented slot, in my opinion, the best slot that we have on the team. And other guys, Cyril Grayson, Deontay Harris, and all these other guys that's on the team as well. So it's a lot of really talented players. Keith Kirkwood in the mixture behind the two starters, Ted and Jr., and the uh, one of the best wide receivers in the league, Mike Thomas. So as far as I say, man, if you look at what the New Orleans Saints are doing, I, I got nothing to say but good things, man. So we're going to keep monitoring the situation, family. And we're going to keep enjoying it too as well as the Saints headed toward coming up soon. The first preseason game, preseason game in the New Orleans Superdome would be real interesting to see how it go down. But I'll do it for the Sports Coma with Big Q and the guys. If you like the show, subscribe, hit the notification button, share the show, subscribe on YouTube, man, and catch us on Spreaker as well. Our live streams are every Saturday at noon Central Times. If you want to listen to the Sports Coma, chime in, live chat, and call-ins as we talk about the New Orleans Saints, our diehard black and gold family. From me and the crew here at the Sports Coma, thank you all for listening. Peace. A 
If you haven't heard the sports coma, this is what you're missing. Check out the sports coma with Big Q and the guys. Homebistro.com. Freshly prepared, home-delivered, restaurant-quality gourmet meals delivered straight to your home. Choose from over 50-plus gourmet meal options cooked by world-class chefs and delivered frozen, ready to eat within minutes and no commit. Welcome to the one-shop gourmet food delivery specialized in affordable options to eat right and feel great. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Every ingredient is handpicked to the highest standard. And why you should buy from homebistro.com? Restaurant quality made with natural ingredients delivered right to your door. Overnight shopping is available. Diabetic, paleo, heart health, and vegetarian options to eat during business since 1999. Courteous, knowledgeable, and professional support. Complete PCI compliant SSL security ordering and great meals. Choose from some of my favorite dishes. The Mediterranean chicken with orange honey sauce, the charbroiled chicken romesco, or the grilled chicken breast with sweet and spicy vegetables. No matter what you choose, you can't lose with homebistro.com. Eat great, feel good, and save some money with homebistro.com. Hit the link in the description section below for more information. Saints and Pelicans fan, so the only podcast I can get my fix is the Sports Coma with Big Q. The guy's intense, funny, and they always keep it real. Check out the Sports Coma with Big Q and the guys. TheWhoThatDaily.com. That's right, TheWhoThatDaily.com. Your one-stop shop for everything New Orleans Saints, New Orleans Pelicans, LSU Tigers, and even the top-flight boxing news. So if you're a Who That and you're looking for a place to stay up on your team, TheWhoThatDaily.com is your site. TheWhoThatDaily.com for the sport Who That in all of us. Embrace Pet Insurance is more than just pet insurance. Embrace Pet Insurance promises to provide genuine support and certainty when your pet needed the most. With personalized accident and illness policies, compassionate customer care, 24-7 access to veterinarian professionals, flexible wellness plans, timely claims processing, and online customer portals, their values is what makes them embrace. So, when selecting a pet insurance company as a partner in your pet's care, you deserve a company that has your pet's best interests at heart. Get top-rated and reviewed coverage for your pet today. Up to 90% back on bills at any vet, total protection, pet insurance and wellness and dependable claims payments get the top rated and review coverage for your pet today go to embracepetinsurance.com that's embracepetinsurance.com check the link in the description section below Are you a boxing fan? Check out Ring Kings Boxing only on the PRO Media Network. Follow the Sports Club on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Sometimes during Christmas, something magical happens. Hey, Cricket customers. The Max with Ads plan is included with the Cricket $60 Unlimited plan at no additional cost. And this holiday season, Max is the one to watch when you're feeling festive. Son of a nutcracker. Cozy up to all the holiday classics like Elf, 8-Bit Christmas, and the Harry Potter 8 film collection. Just log in with your Cricket username and password to experience Max on all your favorite devices. Phone plan streams and standard definition programming subject to change. Fees, terms, and restrictions apply. See CricketWireless.com for details. 
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.